right, we're running hot. Here we are. Cool, cool. This is episode one of the Charging Stallion podcast, which is called Charging Stallion News We Like. My name is Tim. And I'm Cam. And uh, we are, I guess, a little quick background on uh, if this is the first time listening to us or the podcast. Cam and I, we're in a band called Charging Stallion. We're in a comedy group called Charging Stallion. And uh, this is just a, a, another branch off the label. We didn't want anyone to be able to take a break from us. So I guess we're like the equivalent of somebody that you're dating who texts you constantly to make sure that you're doing what you said you were doing. So rather than just leaving you to listen to our music or watch our videos, we just thought, all right, let's get inside that podcast app that the person we love is on so much. Let's see what's happening in there. So here we are. And although the messaging is a little annoying, when you're with the person, you have a really good time. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like... a healthier relationship when you're worried. <laughs> <laughs> So what Cam and I wanted to do with this podcast was we just sat out and said, look, we want to do something where, where we can look at different things around the world, different kinds of news, but we don't want to do just the news that's going to be on the front page of the paper or the headline on CNN. It's not really what we're interested in. So what we thought is we put together a news, uh, a, a news show where we just give you a, a little bit of some different crazy stuff around the world and, uh, mm. and have, our, have our little take on it. Yep, it's like if you were watching the news at night time and we somehow had the superpower to fast forward and me and Timmy were sitting on your couch with you and we said, nah, forget that one, forget that Syria thing, who cares about that Trump guy, let's fast forward to that little puppy story at the end. Is That's that the what... future of this show? Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, that could be where this finally ends up. <laughs> um, so, did we wanna, who wanted to start it off? Um, I reckon you should start it. Okay, so first news story. Uh, mm. So I was looking through this, and the news the news story I've got is uh, it's from it's from Russia, and uh, it's it is the title: "Man spotted in forest at minus twenty degrees mm. in just his underwear." <laughs> Explains his wife hid his clothes to try and stop him from hunting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened is right. So this guy in Russia, he's gone out on his snow snowmobile, and people like people have stopped him with the camera and be like, oh, "What are you doing?" He's got a gun strapped to his back. Oh yeah, he's in his underwear, and he said, "Oh no, uh, this is because my wife hid all my clothes to stop me from going to hunt wolves." So I went out in my underwear hunting wolves in Russia. Hide his gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's obviously an absolute menace if he hunts wolves, which I didn't know was allowed. It's Russia, though. Yeah. You do. There's no rules in Russia. Yeah. And and all hide the keys to the snowmobile as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's learned her lesson now. I love the like. I'll quickly show you the photo of this man because if, if and and maybe you can describe mm. how how you would say this like this man looks. Okay, this man that Tommy's found <laughs> looks like me if I maybe just ate burgers back to back every meal for six months and just stayed up a lot, like got two hours sleep a night. So he looks, he's red faced, he's puffy, and he looks untrustworthy. And a couple of bottles of rose in there as well. Yeah, and his voice was probably like this <laughs> in a Russian accent. But you know what? I saw that game and I actually thought. I know it's weird. I got inspired. 
Mm. I got inspired by his love for hunting. Yeah. That there's nothing will stop him from going out and doing yeah. it. He's by himself. He's not out with the lads, like, partying. He's by himself, riding through the, the forest in Russia, in his underwear and a gun strapped to his back and a smile on his face. Yeah. What a great man. He's living his dream. Nothing can stop him. Um, I can't find his... I was trying to find his name to, to give him... To give this man the credit that he deserves. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll, if, if anyone does know this man, send in and let us, let, us, let us know. We would love to contact him. An interpreter, maybe? Yeah. So if, you wanna, if you're an interpreter, you want to do that for free uh, and you know this guy and we have nothing to pay. Uh, yeah. It's a stretch. Yeah. Send us a message on Facebook. Just look up Charging Stallion. All right, I've got a story for you, Timmy. Yeah, right. Now, you're probably aware of this one. Um, so Barnaby Joyce, Australian politician, uh, he's like the sidekick to the Prime Minister. He recently had an affair with a woman and impregnated her. Um, <laughs> Do you have to use the word impregnated? Uh, filled her with semen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just got her pregnant, like impregnated. So it's like, you're dark. This is really, you're, it feels like you're coming in from like, you've already, like, you've made your mind up on what's going on here and you're, you're trying, you're, you're selling some dark. Do dark. you see that much judgment in the word impregnated? Yeah. Really? I would have thought it was a scientific word. <laughs> I thought that I was coming in from an analytical perspective. Um, but yeah, if you're wondering if I back Barnaby on this, not really, but I also don't... So, what, so what, what's the... So he got, he got her pregnant, cheated on his wife? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so basically it's real public now. His wife is gutted. And the thing that happened most recently about it is uh, Malcolm Turnbull, who's the boss of the country, came out and said, yep, that was inappropriate. And I've made up a new rule that you cannot have sex with your employees, uh, which, which I thought was already in there. Yeah. I thought I ought to, like I'm pretty sure if it wasn't written down that you should have just kind of known that. So I thought, oh yep, there's a statement that makes sense. Like I guess you have to say something. And then the next day, Barnaby Joyce <laughs> replied to it wearing a cowboy hat, a suit and a cowboy hat. Came out and gave a press conference saying, oh, the Prime Minister shouldn't have really told me off publicly like that. It's made things worse. <laughs> which, and the, which just blows my mind. Like, if, if you're second in charge, like, the, way, the only way I can understand it is because I, I don't work in politics, but I work in an office. Yeah. Is if my boss found out I slept with somebody at work, said to everyone at work, hey, this isn't appropriate, there's a new rule. If I then stood up in the next day's meeting and said, all right, I just want to tell everyone I think it was inappropriate of the boss to, to publicly shame me, I've already been through enough, then I would expect to walk out of that meeting forever. Like, yeah. I <laughs> it's crazy, man. And the crazy thing too is like, we look at Canberra mm. and um, we said we weren't going to go into politics, we're straight into it in the first <laughs> episode. <laughs> but if we look at, if, we, if, if you look at Canberra, we always look at it like, oh, you know, it's this... This um, it's it's our it's our capitals where our politicians mm. are. It's this it's this you know uh, this place that should have like a high rule standing, right? Mm. That everyone's everyone's like rule followers there. They've made like their own city away from like the big cities and mm. shit, where it's mainly just politicians and reporters and people in that industry. The Vatican of sex. Yeah, and yeah. now they're just fucking wild westing some shit out there. Yeah, and this must have been going on forever. Though. Do you think All that's why Barnaby wore the cowboy hat to kind of give people like you a little hint, like yes, it is the wild <laughs> west out here, and we do whatever we want to me. 
This new conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm into it. Yeah. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory at all. I you think it's just fact? Yeah. It's just wild up there. Mm. Like, behind closed doors. Mm. And sure. is... Yeah, okay. Is that the reason for the cowboy hat? I don't know. No, maybe it's just from Queensland or something. Oh, is that... I you're from know. Queensland. Yeah, you? I don't know, but... Do you ever rock it? A cowboy hat? Nah. Nah. Never. But I'm not from the country. Yeah. Like, the... Like from people from like the like out west, mm. they'll like wear cowboy hats and shit. Is it the equivalent of like us wearing a flat peak cap? Like just it's just functional. They don't understand what it looks like. No, it's definitely it's definitely like for a reason. People wear cowboy hats to be like, look at me swinging dick. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? One hundred percent. Yeah. Although you get like the nice like farm boys that are just like a bit slow. So you either have to be <laughs> dumb or an absolute dumb. jock. So yeah. to all our cowboy hat wearing listeners, a jerk. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so we just want to make sure that if you wear a cowboy hat, that you feel ostracised by us. Yeah, and you probably just want to make are that really jerk. clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Cam. I've got I've got one for you that I think you're really gonna like. Yeah. Okay. So I told you I had one really funny one, and this is one that I, I lost at reading through the story. So the, the title on this story is, Severe Pizza Stalker Has Sent Over 100 Pizzas to Lawyer. So <laughs> this German lawyer, right, he's getting bombarded with this person, these people that keep sending pizzas to his house. Yeah. And he's had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pizzas delivered. Nice. And he's trying to, he's, he's put it out there now, trying to, like um, get the get like out to the media so that they can help him catch this guy that's sending all the pizzas to his house. Yeah, what's he angry about? I don't think they're paid for. So oh, so he is having they the pizza guy comes to the lawyer and is like, "Hey, man, you need to pay us for this." Because the rest of that story, I feel like the writer of it just hates pizza. Because to me, I wouldn't call it bombarded; I would call it rewarded. If I just like got a knock every twenty minutes every night on my door and it was somebody delivering pizza for me, I would be like, Thank you so much and I'd ask no questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what actually angry with the journalist <laughs> for not having an open mind about pizza in that story. Um, he has filled out a complaint, turned off his work phone and got and gets his email sent through a filter so that he can just get through the work day. What a grinch. <laughs> I want the opposite of that to get through the work day. <laughs> what, what, is, what makes him happy if that doesn't? Yeah, and now he's trying to, he's like, oh, you know, when people are like, why would someone be, keep doing this to you then if you're not happy? And he's trying to say that a bailiff company in the same building, um, and he reckons that they're meant to be getting sent there, but they get sent to him. Mm. He thinks that he's got no part in it at all. Mm. He's got a clean conscience. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should have stayed quiet altogether, though. I don't know why he's complaining. To me, that is such a nice thing. I feel like... what? Well, can you tell me what country that story happened in? Germany. Okay. Well, I was going to say it must have happened in Sweden or something where people don't like light bags of feces or don't blow up letterboxes because he's obviously never experienced pain. Yeah, but if it annoys him to get yeah, free food... But you can't really say that about Germany because they tried to invade the whole world. Mm. Is that what you were thinking about? Did as say? soon as you said Germany, I was like, <laughs> oh no, they've seen some things. 
But yeah, you expect that from somewhere like Sweden or France. Yeah, where they're like, oh, this is too crazy. Like, nothing bad's ever happened here. Nothing bad has ever happened France to me. France as well, though. Right. All the terrorist shit that's happened there in the last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they deserve pizza. Like they've got... <laughs> Because I don't see pizza as a punishment. I don't know why that lawyer's complaining. And plus, he's a lawyer. He's earning tons of money. And on top of that, he's not paying for meals. What's his name? Uh, he's, no, no name disclosed on that one. But oh. he, is, um, he is referred to as the victim in the story. Oh. <laughs> he would have, yeah, he would have told them no name, but definitely call me the victim. Eat the pizza. Uh, and then underneath the, oh, underneath the picture, oh my God, this is great. The, the caption is, the victim receives notifications while he's in the shower that food has been delivered. <laughs> He, the more you read of that to me, the angrier I get. Because that's how you see your life. That, that, that that's would like, be the ultimate. Yeah. If I was in the shower, oh, you're having a shower, you're earning heaps of money because you're a lawyer, there's an unexpected knock, and it's delicious cheesy pizza that you didn't pay for. He's living the dream. You're not a victim, man. Get over yourself. You know what we could do as part of this podcast is we could um, start a little GoFundMe if we bring this story, if we if we if we keep on tracks to the story throughout um, each week that we do, right? Mm. We could raise enough money to what it's like twenty bucks a pizza delivered or something like that. We could pick out someone that we know mm. and every week get a pizza to sent to their house and hey. just monitor just monitor it, just see how it goes. I think that this article tricked you as well, like. <laughs> You're thinking that pizza is punishment because no, you... No, re- I'm, I'm saying like as a nice thing. What do we get out of that? <laughs> <laughs> Send it to me. Why, we'll raise a GoFundMe and get pizza for ourselves at least, man. Mm. Pizza is not a punishment. I don't know how that article just did that, but I'm mad at the writer and the guy. The victim, parentheses. Okay, I've got one that's... Um, it's not Australia news, but it might affect Australia. Okay. McDonald's has removed cheeseburgers and chocolate milk from the Happy Meal menu. Um, <laughs> they think that this is going to help with Americans' obesity problem, and they think that that's the way forward. And they're trying to show, hey, look, we're looking out for the health of your kids and the health of your families. Uh, do you back it? Do you think that's look, the way? I think when people come out, right, and, they, and big companies or governments or corporations, like, when there's small changes, I don't think, I think you go, okay, it's a start, but like, fucking take a look at what you're doing. But you also need to acknowledge that they did do something. I reckon it's better than nothing. Mm. It's just like, you just don't stop there. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of time people just be like, nah, that shit, it's like, not good enough. I, I think that's the wrong attitude. You go, yeah, it's a good start. Mm. Now stop giving heaps of adults heart attacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I'll tell you what, man, um, and it's like, I'm quite a skinny dude. I like, I went through a stage when I lived in Melbourne for like six months. I, re- I was addicted to eating Whoppers. I had a Whopper every day. Yeah. On my drive home from, from work, I would pick up a Whopper every day. I have experienced the aftermath of that because I've been in your car when you were going through this phase, knee deep <laughs> in Bro, burger wrappers. It, was, it, was, it became a problem. A serious problem. 
Yeah. I was eating a Whopper every single day. Was it giving you a thrill? Oh, yeah. I loved it. I looked forward to it. Yeah. When I was driving home, I got excited yeah. about like going through the... I wouldn't, I'd just go through the drive-thru and then... Because I live with my housemate, Dean. Mm. And so I would eat it, have to eat it in the car as like my dirty secret so that he wouldn't find out about it. Why would Dean be hurt by that? Oh, he would just judge me on eating a... Not judge me, but he'd like... He'd, like, call me, like, a fatty and stuff, eating a Whopper every day. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, does we... Dean know yet that you have mm. that you went through this phase? Did you one day just go, yeah. Dean, I've got something to tell you? No, I did tell him one day, yeah. And what and did he say? He, I think he knew already. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? But, like, I think he already knew, but, like, he didn't, he didn't really, um, like, bring it up. Do you think any of this <laughs> happened in your own head and not in reality? Maybe. <laughs> Like the whopper eating part, or the or like the Dean telling the Dean's perspective part, because it seems like you've you've got a a, quite a complicated idea of Dean's thought process throughout your phase of eating a whopper every day. Yeah, but I think maybe my mind filled that. Yeah, I feel like Mm. your mind filled in the blanks because what made you think? Did Dean go? Hey man, thanks for telling me that you have stopped eating a Whopper every day. I would want you to know that I knew the whole time. Like, well, I don't know, like, because maybe I would have just filled that as well if that did happen. Like, maybe I don't know what's real and what's did not. Did you anymore. even have you ever even spoken to Dean about this? <laughs> I'm questioning whether I yeah. ever have. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sound convinced I think you just ate a Whopper every day and you were a little bit ashamed and you just hid it from your housemate to save him from judging you because yeah. you judged you what <laughs> too hard out <laughs> so you're not eating one every day anyway is that the... no, okay so there's a happy ending like after that intervention that I've just had <laughs> I've just done for you I want you to focus on the fact hey great you're not eating that rubbish every day. Good work, yeah. man. Is that what? The, is that all the story was about, though? About you ima- imagining? <laughs> no, not. <laughs> I mean the news article, not me imagining Dean talking to me or not. You tell me. It's your, it's your story, dude. <laughs> is um. So they took the. They take the burgers. Yeah. Have they done it or they're doing it? Uh, they've already done it. They've yeah. done it in New York. Yeah. Right. So New York children now get to eat Happy Meals that are chips, juice, and. Diced up apples. That sucks. That sucks. That the first time, sucks, the man. first time that you're a kid that you experience that, you're going to be annoyed at your mum. You and know dad, what? Like, I go. I flip back now. I'm back. I'm. I say, give them back the cheeseburgers. Mm. I'm. I've gone off. I've crossed shit. <laughs> you just put yourself in the kid. In Jump the kid's right head. over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, fair enough. Okay, Cam. Before we go into the next article, mm. <clears throat> I want to ask you a question. Just put your mind. In a little position before we go through this story. So, Mm -hmm. I want you to think about two things. I want you to firstly think about um, a love that you've had for an animal. Like a real real love, a love for a pet, a love for an an, an animal that you would do anything for that little thing, right? Got it. And then I want you also to think like the, the, um, the time where you most badly had to get onto a flight. You had to get onto a flight. You had to be somewhere, and I think when you when you missed our flight to tour in New Zealand last year, probably would be that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although that's not the only time. <laughs> <laughs> Without going too deep into it, but yep. Okay, 
Now, I want to read you the headline for this article. Headline is, Hamster flushed down toilet after being rejected from flight. Mm. So what's happened is, this student, and we do have a name, we can name this woman, she's 21, from Florida, Belene Eldacosa, this is about you, and she's flying with Spirit Airlines, right? So she jumps in with her hamster, um, and they're like, well, you can't, you can't bring that on here. And, and then so she said that someone, like another, another passenger had said, you could flush it down the toilet. <laughs> and so she takes, she takes her pet hamster into the toilet. And this is what she said about the ordeal. She said, I was emotional. I was crying. I sat there for a good 10 minutes crying in the stall. I didn't have any options. She was so loving. It was like she knew I needed somebody. <laughs> and she murdered this hamster yeah. down the toilet. Belene. She was scared. I was scared. It was horrifying. Tried to put her in the toilet. <laughs> so did she kill it in the end? Yeah, that hamster's dead, man. Uh, Belene is heartless. She's a bitch. Yep. And by the sounds of it, she is the one like who wanted to talk about this experience. I think that she made the wrong decision, which might sound obvious, but if your option to get to a place on time means having to kill your pet, you just don't go to that place. So when you told me to imagine myself in this story, I imagined Kittler, the cat that lives yeah. at your house. <laughs> and now that I'm imagining that flight that I missed, if they had said, yeah, bro, sure, jump on. Um, oh, your favorite animal's with you? Strangle them. Yeah. I would have said, uh, no. No. <laughs> I'll take him home and I'll get another flight. Yeah. Belene, or is that her name? Belene? Belene, yeah. Ugh. Shit name, too. Yeah. Uh, Belene, take a good, hard look at yourself. And I hope you're haunted by that little hamster. And that just as you drift off to sleep every night for the next few years, you hear like a squeak, but a bit demonic of the hamster. A gurgly squeak, like... As it's getting flushed if, and you can't ever sleep properly. If we had Belene here, had her hypnotized, and you got to like, you got to say one sentence into her ear, and as she goes to sleep each night, she hears that sentence. But in the voice of the hamster, mm. what would you want the hamster? If I give you the sentence, will you do the hamster voice? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Help me! I'm gurgling in the toilet, and there's heaps of that blue liquid. Help! <laughs> I'm gurgling in the toilet and there's heaps of blue liquid. I'm regretting that game. <laughs> <laughs> Instant, instantly regretting that game. But so now Peter's onto the case. They're calling for criminal charges against Belene. And uh, they're saying they want the charges brought against those involved in Pebbles' horrific, terrifying death. I forgot to say the, the, oh. the hamster's name is Pebbles as well. That just made my heart break a bit more yeah, knowing know. its name. Yeah, but, um, and they're saying flushing a living being down the toilet is not only cruel, but also illegal, and both by the person who killed this animal and Spirit Airlines. If an employee did, in fact, advise the woman to drown the hamster, they should be charged. Hmm, nah, not charged. No. Nah, they should be told off. They should definitely be like, hey... Yeah. There's some real crazy pic because you like yeah. you, you could have been like she could have just been like just say she's like talking to them and and the and the guy girl at the counter was just like just go flush it like they were just being a bit of a dick that day yeah and then that hamster gets killed they don't have blood on their hands yeah 
They should get told off, though. Yeah, definitely told off. And Belleen should not... I'm so glad Belleen's name's out there. If you own a pet store, do not sell it to Belleen. She sucks. Fuck you, Belleen. So this next piece of news that I like is about my childhood crush, Jennifer Aniston. She's single now. Wee. So Who was she dating? I hadn't heard of him. Uh, Justin Theroux. I said that like I'm a jealous ex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, some douchebag. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to read you a little bit of their joint statement. You know how celebrities break up like and publicly say, "Oh, we're totally on the same page." Yeah, like when right. a cu- when a celebrity couple does that, they try to play it like. So they got together and they released a statement together about their mm, relationship, about okay. their breakup. Yeah, right. So this is. Uh, I just want to read you a little bit of this. Yeah. In an effort to reduce any further speculation, we've decided to announce our separation. This decision was mutual and lovingly made at the end of last year. We are two best friends who have decided to part ways as a couple. But look forward to continue our cherished friendship. Ooh, what has gone on? <laughs> what, you don't just buy that? <laughs> Ooh, okay, so a couple of different, couple of different options that, that, that could have happened then. So I think that if somebody cheats on somebody, they're not going to be nice about it. Mm. Like maybe they just weren't rooting. Yeah. Maybe they were just not having sex and they were just both just like, you know, should we just call it? Should we just like we're just mates? Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're not. Maybe they weren't lovers. Well, yeah. See, the statement worked on you. Totally. <laughs> 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 I was just like, I just turned it into my own words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, it's done its job. This statement. Fucking um, Hollywood, they know how to do statements. Yeah. <laughs> So well done to the Aniston Theroux PR company. You've done a great job. I just had a couple of issues with it. Um, <laughs> my issues were the phrase, this decision was mutual and lovingly made. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I just disagree with that. Your breakup was never lovingly a decision that was lovingly made. Like lovingly is an overboard choice of words. Mutual yeah. was fine. The sentence should have been, the decision was mutual at the end. We just kind of had to, dot, dot, dot. Like, that's what you should have put in there. The next part of your statement that I have an issue with is this. We are two best friends who have, de- <laughs> <laughs> who have decided to part ways as a couple. And I don't just have an issue with Aniston and this dude, Justin, saying we're two best friends. I actually have an issue with every couple that uses this two best friends line. I've sat through so many weddings where in the speeches where they go, we're just two best friends who happen to be in love. I have an issue with it partly because I'm often one of the friends of the groom and I'm like, best. Oh, really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so part of my issue is jealousy. Like, like, you're not the best friend. Yeah. And the, and the other him. part is, do we have to make romance just like all buddy and bro-y? Like... You're married to the person. Is that not enough? Like, you don't have to be pals and chums oh, and best friends. Oh, you're saying where's the romance gone? Yeah, I think it should yeah. be like, he swept or she swept me off my feet. It was an explosive thing. We're romantic. We can't live with each, without you each other. you watching rom-coms again. <laughs> no, not often. But, yeah, just that I don't like when couples feel like 
the romance and the love is not enough, and they also want to say, and we're best buds, because I never believe it. If you were best buds, then how come you weren't hanging out before you were boning? If you were best buds, then how come you yeah. weren't like drinking and just hanging out in another circumstance before you got together? Yeah. I just don't believe it. I don't. I, mean, I never buy the two best friends who just happen to be in love line. And that's just my <laughs> angle on it. I just, I just hate the phrase. Have you been guilty of the phrase? Have I just shat all over? I've said it. Because <laughs> you took a really pregnant sip of that, of that I, uh, So I've definitely said the line before mm. But more so in the fact like um, Like You know who would my best friend be And I would say my girlfriend is my best friend But mm. It's not the reason Why I'm with her Yeah, If you marry her Are you going to use that the whole thing that I just mocked in your speech. And I'll look you in the eyes while I say it. I'll look you in the eyes, say it, and then blow you a kiss. That's how I will be married. All right, fine. <laughs> All right, uh, this story for you, Cam. Mm. Um, are you a Gordon Ramsay fan? I do like him, actually. Yeah, yeah I really like him, too. I'm, I'm actually quite a big fan. I, I just think... Do, do I think he's someone that I would want to hang out with? Maybe not, mm. but I think he's... I, I admire people who can be interesting in in a in an area that can get a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like some some like that's why I love Action Bronson's cooking show as well. Like in that whole thing, it was just like cooking shows for so long, we're just fucking boring. Mm. Just boring to watch. And then these guys come in and just bring like personality mm-hmm. to it. They shake things up. Like yep. Gordon Ramsay when he's got when he's got that bread, those, those pieces of bread on the side of that chick's head. And he's like, what are you? And she said, and he's just like, tell me. And she's like, an idiot sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Great. That is one of the most, that's like brutal. Like you put pieces of bread on someone's head and get them to tell you an idiot sandwich. What a genius. Mm. What an absolute genius. So this story, right? So um, Gordon Ramsay uh, lives in LA and... Um, he uh, he said he came out and said this um, about driving his Ferrari. He goes, "I'll take it out at two thirty in the morning on the freeway, and I'll blast on the motorway, and no police ever catch me, and no cameras because I wrap my number plates with cling film." <laughs> so he gets cling wrap. And what, wraps can you his... just read me the website address for this <laughs> story you found? Um, this is Sky News. Wow, okay, yeah. Okay. So this is an actual, legit, actual, legit website. Okay, and the, uh, uh, the title of the, of the article is Gordon Ramsay admit using cling film to avoid speeding tickets while driving his Ferrari in LA. Yeah. But it's, so this is the reason I really love this article is that by the sounds of it, he just comes out and um, it's not like someone's gone up to him and been like, Hey, what, like, was that you driving your car? Like, he's just come out and said, this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's not like, it's not like the articles, Gordon Ramsay gets accused and then admits. Yeah. He just comes out and just goes, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. I think it's great. Yeah. He's just open and honest. He's like, look, I like to drive my Ferrari fast on the motorway, and so I don't get caught, I put cling film on my number plates. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Gordon. I really like it. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, Gordon Ramsay, he's an absolute, absolute champion. I'm a, I'm a big fan. There was that whole thing, though, 
one thing where I was kind of like, oh, Gordon, for ages he was saying that he played, like, that he played for um, the Rangers, which is a big Scottish um, soccer team. Hmm. And then he would come out and we're like, look, Gordon, like, Gordon Ramsay never played professional football. Like, he never played for this club. Like, it's a lie. Did he and just was, come up with it? And Yeah, he made it up and not thinking that he was ever going ever gonna to get caught. And then he came out, came hmm. out later on. Maybe he doesn't even have a Ferrari. <laughs> Just imagine, eh? He probably doesn't even hang out in LA. <laughs> I reckon he's just... He's like our mate Larissy. I reckon he just like thinks of something and then just goes, all right, I'm going to run with this for days. And <laughs> Until I get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes me love him more. Yeah, good on you, Gordon. <laughs> Alright, so that brings us towards the end of the first ever episode. Mm. I mean... Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. It's, um, Cam and I, we, uh, we do a whole, whole, uh, different things as we said sort of at the start of the podcast, so if you jump on Facebook, it's the easiest way to follow us, uh, Charging Stallion, you can see our music videos there when we're going, uh, we're going on tour. Um, in March, this, this March, 2018, and, um, we're on tour with Pissed Idiots and Miniskirt and Dump Hunts and a, and a bunch of great bands, so, uh, you can, the tickets for that are on OzTix as well, and the link's through, through Facebook, so get us on there. Um, is there anything else you want to shamelessly plug? Well, nah, not anything else, but I feel like I want to talk as well, because I just got jealous that you talked for so long. So, um, <laughs> jump on Facebook. Uh, we're going on tour. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram, actually. There's something new, at Charging Stallion. Our Gmail is chargingstallion500 at gmail.com. Um, yep, okay, now I've talked. I feel like we're even. <laughs> yeah, but this will... Um... This is the first podcast, and, and as we go along, might, it might chop and change, it might, it might do different things, but, but we will be centering around different news articles around the world, so if, um, if there is something you want us to talk about, uh, just, just send us through an article through Messenger or, 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 our, or our email or whatever, and uh, we'll give you a little mention, maybe even in the future send something out to to people that send in yeah. um, some articles, we can... Pizza. <laughs> you that... get a pizza. If you do something really bad, we're going pu- <laughs> to punish you with a pizza. But thank you for listening. Uh, anything else, Cam? No, that's right. No, thank you, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Cam. Cheers to you, mate. Cheers. Oh, Timmy on. just hang smacked on. my belly. If... One sec. You're oh. sorting out our outro music. Yeah. Oh, does it be seamless? Almost. Hmm. Thank you very much. Whoa, are you just going to pretend that you sang that? (laughs) (laughs) Nice little guitar solo from Mikey there. Good work, Mikey.